0: hi and welcome back to episode number four of the podcast invest in you Uh, we are really happy to have you back and today we will talk about something very very important so over to you charlie Today
1: we are listening to an interview that we recorded a couple of months ago in Bali while attending Roger Hamilton's course. When we were in Bali, we worked on our education business, Junior MBA, Entrepreneur for Good. We have a Facebook page also, which is pretty much the same name. As you probably know, this podcast is called Invest in You, and health is absolutely something you can invest time and knowledge in most people who are not so well or sick would happily trade money for better health. The person we are interviewing is called Joe Hanny.
0: So Joe is uh, expert in health and fitness. He has been a personal trainer. He is also training other personal trainers and also helping them to understand how they can make personal training more of a better business than just trading time for money. So we will now listen into our video which we did with uh, Junior MBA. Yeah. So Junior MBA is a Facebook channel. That is why you will very soon hear also the introduction for that. So thank you and uh, here we go.
1: Hi, welcome to Junior MBA. Today we're doing another interview with another
2: really special person called Joe. Joe Honey. Uh, he is a health expert uh, and uh, lots of things that I found in- interesting about him uh, like dieting tips uh, and exercise and so on so now we're doing an interview with him uh, and just by the way, uh, health is really important so focus on that too, that is the primary reason we're, why we're interviewing him now, So be healthy basically.
0: So tell us just a little bit more about yourself, who are you? I'm
3: Johanny, of course. Um, my, do you want the long story or the untold story or the short yeah, story? Yeah, we love untold stories. Okay, <laughs> so um, my background is I played football at an early age, very active, similar to yourself, as it seems. Um, Injuries caught up with me. That dream of mine didn't quite uh, reach its potential. So I naturally fell into the fitness industry. And falling into the fitness industry, quickly realised that if I was going to make a career path out of it, I had to become very specialized at something. Um, so that's when I went and studied from numerous people, experts from around the world, yep. to specialize in a particular topic, skill, whatever that might well be. Then it was a case of um, trying to change what the fitness industry come known for uh, and challenge it, challenge the status quo. Yep. In terms of, I particularly was frustrated with the, the way that the industry was running in regards to we mentioned it in the seminar, yep. the gyms hoping that people don't turn up, yes.
1: um,
3: and witnessing that. And the only thing that I was in control of at those times was the client's results. The service, the uh, the experience that the client that was um, experiencing outside of the time with me was something that really moved against me. So I then set out to have my own studio yes. and created something quite different in the industry. And yep. created something quite different in the mm-hmm. industry and which was UFIT Studio, yeah, yeah. Uh, Good, yeah, and that's led me to where I am now, which was, uh, I had this burning desire to really help trainers uh, come to understand themselves better, um, just through my own journey, and that's allowed me to, to help them help them become better coaches, which then only filtered down for them to help their clients better, uh, and fully appreciate the power of coaching and what it can do for you.
0: Yes, yes. i guess just throw, throwing a super short story about myself, I've been working with training uh, Special Forces soldiers for many, many years uh, and many hundreds, probably thousands of people over the years. And guess what my qualification is in that field specifically? What is it? Pretty much none. Okay. So he has passed down through generations. Yes, as it is, often with uh, with the PTs as well, uh, which I find fascinating. And another quick review, how many PTs do you think I've had in my career so far? How many PTs? PTs, yeah. Two? None, it's really embarrassing, but I'm about to get the first one. Thank you. Thank Surely, let's fire away with the next one. Uh, no, he
1: just mentioned it, so
0: okay. Alright, cool. So, one thing I found really funny in today's session is what you defined as uh, Monday. Okay. Yeah. Tell us more about the Monday in the gym. I, I'm speaking on the on Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The mail. Uh, mail. yeah, This is off the, off the record. Yes, Chair, with many thousands of younger people. That's okay. This is a, well men pr- preferably want to work on their
3: chest. Yeah. So Mondays is renowned in the fitness industry as International Chest Day. Yeah. So every man on a Monday will be going into a gym to work on their chest.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah. If that's what you found funniest. Yep. <laughs> I, I thought that was really funny because that's almost like a tick box because many people have got like a rhythm and we <laughs> seem to go to habits, so therefore like I've had a break in training, so what's kinda where I wear where do I restart? In my case it is the the, the that, that one. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's just yes, a funny side story. So, we spoke about we yes, the Claus, a great one, and the balance between business on one side, because we have young entrepreneurs, aspiring ones as well, uh, and then you've got the family and, and relationships, and then of course you've got health. What's your thinking about that? You're observing many people. many Observing many people on different walks yes. of life. Yes. Um,
3: so there may be that individual that um, puts a high priority on family, but then neglects their health and, and their career. Um, and then there's people that put high priority on business to, to earn money and certain income, and neglect the other two areas. And then obviously there's the personal trainers of the world that are very obsessive about their bodies and neglect yeah. business and family.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, it always was a question of mine: Do you have to? Does it have to be that way? Um, and that actually, a lot of the reason why people were probably falling short was because there was an imbalance in all three areas. Yep. So, the question that I was constantly asking myself is: Could I be congruent in all areas? Could we create balance across all three areas? Because they're very important, all three of them. Yes. And regardless of what people say, it's the three things that people all aspire to. Um, and from the story that I shared with you about that client, it's important that, and it's quite rightly you said, health's the important, the most important one. Because that enables you then to see that your health and business, your family and business, are also important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Th- thanks for sharing that experience. Uh, again, if you have got, if you haven't got health, then everything else will suffer. So yeah.
3: you're quite right. Yeah. Yeah. You, if you're not healthy, you can't perform to what you feel yeah, like. and
2: that is almost exactly what this question is. What effect does being healthy do to your life? Like generally, everything
3: you could list a whole host of benefits for this. For me personally, it really puts me in a good state of mind. I choose to exercise in the morning um, because it sets me up for my day, uh, along with the other rituals that I have. Um, but the exercise itself, put it this way, my partner knows when I've not exercised, you know? Um, and I also believe it has, or plays, with your brain chemistry. Uh, it helps me a lot, be a lot more creative. Um, also, exercise in the morning tends to lead to me wanting to eat healthily in the day yeah. um, i find that if i don't exercise i'm a bit more relaxed about what i eat for some reason or um, and exercise itself in terms of how important it is for me personally um, it makes me feel good about myself um, and if i feel good about myself then everybody else gets a better version of me yeah. um, and i think that's very important especially if i'm going meet into meetings for business i want to be my my it's quite cliche the best version of myself um, and also, when I'm turning up to be in my relationship, I want to be there fully energised, fully present, and, and to be that way, exercise is important for me. Next slide. Um,
1: in what way, how is card- Well, is cardio training good for
3: you? Great question. It is good to a certain degree. It helps obviously for your fitness levels, your respiratory system, um, and for the circulation, etc. And to some people it is it is very good and it's probably a better choice than other choices. However, for optimal results, if it is that you want to reduce body fat and uh, get healthy quite quick, then I would turn your attention to weight training, resistance training, whether that be in the form of using something that's external to you, whether it's a machine or dumbbells or TRX or whatever it might well be, what tool you choose, yes. or it could be your own body weight. So essentially cardio is good for you, but I wouldn't necessarily say it was my. It would be my first choice for the clients that I've worked with in the past. Yes. Um, it may be different for the people that are listening, uh, so please don't quote me on that. Um, it really depends on the individual in front of me, but if I had my personal preference it would be resistant training
0: yeah. over cardio. So obviously we've got a very big audience and whatever relates to your age please just take any kind of advice with, uh, with a big punch of salt and see. Uh, it's just general advice, but um, I like everything that we've shared so far, so... With that, sorry, don't yep. to describe to a particular method or modality, yep.
3: you know? I'm not a kettlebell guy, I'm not a TRX artist guy. Yep. I like to see what works, and then I kind of create my own recipe. So yes. I might pinch a bit from there, pinch a bit from there, and create my own recipe, and that might be the same for many people. Yes. Um, I take what's successful and I, I look to model it and I'm very interested and fascinated. Okay, why is that successful? Then can it improve what I already have? If so, great, I'm going to implement it. If not, I disregard it. Yeah. Don't jump on the next bandwagon because it's particular, it's a favourite of a friend or family member or so what it might well be. Um, choose what's going
0: to bring you the biggest results in terms of your time, investment and energy. Are you advocating to be disrupting in your training? shock the body lightly in one way or another? I think so, yeah. I think if you can disturb your body as much as possible, whatever that disturbance means to you. um,
3: For an athlete, we obviously would absolutely try and disturb them as much as we can because they're used to that capacity of training and that level of attention with the everyday average average individual, we obviously have to take caution with that. Um, So yeah, create disturbance because that's what creates this... this kind of erasing metabolism and it's called, it's a scientific term called EPOP where the amount of time it takes you to reduce back from high intensity to to resting levels that takes calories and if that can be done over a long period of time which is proven then it's going to take more calories to burn so you're kind of essentially burning calories while we're sitting there even though we worked out yesterday. Yep, good point. point.
0: Can
2: I just put in one extra question? Of course, go ahead. Uh, What do you, that is my personal one, what do you feel about training like, resistance and cardio at the same time like for example like uh doing burpees
3: great question so with the resistant training that we set you essentially are doing cardio as well so interval training so yep. you take your heart rate off for instance if you did a set of burpees and then you rested for a minute that's interval training right so essentially when we're doing weight training so you might focus on an upper body exercise but then we rest in between before we go to a lower body exercise Okay, and then we repeat that for two to three times, or whatever the sets and repetitions is set for that particular phase of programming for that client and their goals. So um, you are essentially working on your cardiovascular system whilst you're doing the weight training. Yep. And weight training could be bodyweight like burpees as well. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
3: So there is actually research that shows that um, your VO2 max can be improved, just as a can be just as improved and. and through strength training, as it, if you were going for a run, yeah. Yeah, it has the kind of same improvements and benefits. Um, but what you'll find is the strength training is actually done in a short amount of time, yeah. which I'm all for that. Yeah.
0: Okay, changing focus slightly, uh, you're working with people in very broad range of industries. You're here at the iLab in Bali, working with entrepreneurs. You have business learnings. You've seen entrepreneurs in so many shapes of life, so what would be a top three advice? Again, think young entrepreneur, just about to start off, or very early days. Top advice that you've seen that you could share? In a business sense or from a health point of view? From a business point of view, anything. That's a great question,
3: by the way. Um, I would get very sure on who it is that you are. Um, And that might take several um, phases. Yes. Uh, it may take several times of questioning and learning, um, it might well be, yeah, so get clear on exactly who you are. Uh, I certainly would hire a coach yep. from the beginning, um, and at least if it is something that you're entering for the very first time, understand that there's going to be a period of um, apprenticeship. Yep. Uh, okay. Understand that it's gonna, you're not going to be a successor, of an, uh, unless you get a lucky break and something happens. Um, and there's some people that have done that. But appreciate there's going to be some lag time, there's going to be some a, a period of, of apprenticeship, and then upon that decision before the apprenticeship, you've decided obviously to become a master in certain something, and Napoleon Hill sees this quite well, and I think it's Philip Green in his book called The, the, the Master of All Things, or something like that. Um, so I think I've answered the question, so essentially it's yep. clear on who it is that you are, and that may take time. Yep. Um, and it certainly would help accelerate that process if you had a coach to keep you accountable um, and also come to understand that it's it's a journey, it's not going to happen overnight and appreciate that you've got to persevere at this, appreciate that um, there's many lessons to be learned, appreciate that uh, you've got to be very consistent, there's going to be many times that you feel that you want to give up um, and it's for everyone that's been successful, that has been successful, you'll probably find that they've failed the most amount of times and that's really um refreshing to hear because it is a challenge sometimes yeah. Um, so yeah persevere yeah. get clear on what it is what you want uh, ensure that you help there yeah best that we do mention that
0: uh, and have a coach that's great talk about coach i love to share a few words on my notes on your class so we just spoke about coach and i think this is so valuable in business as in training so a few thoughts about my notes on your things
3: here wait it's the reasons why to hire a coach you know some people question it or some people have not really thought about it um, I, I shared the analogies or not the analogies but the stories of for any time that we want professional advice whether it be our hairdresser <laughs> yeah whether it be going to yep. a professional uh, in terms of medicine or GP or even to the dentist sure. we tend to outsource that and go to that professional that expert yeah yep. uh, when it becomes to our health we for whatever reason feel that we can do it ourselves yep. um, and many people don't appreciate the power of coaching. And this I'm speaking of personal trainers here as well. Even though we're trainers and we advocate having, or hiring us, we don't fully appreciate the power of what coaching can do for you. So it's essentially why I'm spending a lot of time right now really helping trainers come to understand that. Because coaching essentially, there's many reasons to have a coach. One of them is the accountability. I think with the area of health, um, we don't have that accountability not like business it's not like your family there's accountability with that with health like I said we try and do it ourselves. we don't have that accountability and it's kind of one of those it's okay if we don't turn up to the gym today because no one else is going to tell us off you know or it's we're only <laughs> rationalizing on myself uh, it's only ourselves that knows that we don't would not been to the gym or eating the right food so accountability focus it's tough it's never linear um, there's gonna be moments as we've spoken about that it's gonna be challenging Uh, And you've got to appreciate that, especially if you've been challenged with your weight or health issues for a a very long time. It's not gonna happen overnight. So you've got to have somebody there that's keeping you focused on the North Star. It's taking you there, you're seeing the trend line. So if for whatever reason, and it will happen, you will fall off track, at least you know where you're going in the future. Uh, Focus, accountability, perspective. I shared the story of my father an alcoholic. There's two different perspectives that you can take from that. I could have grown up and been the same as him, or I could have grown up and um, utilised what you were doing and use it against it and appreciate that I don't want to be like that, I actually want to be, thanks for teaching me that but I don't want to be that. Yeah. And perspective is good because sometimes you'll need that in this game of health, um, especially when you're, uh, you've are you got certain values, certain standards, certain re- uh, certain rules, certain beliefs already ingrained, sometimes they need challenging um, and that's what perspective does for you, it kind of gives you. with a question is that necessarily true and then you question it yourself because essentially the the brain that's got the problem or the challenge has also got the solution and I think by offering coaching in a capacity that asks incisive questions the client empowers feels empowered by answering the question themselves the problem and that will create better change than me ever telling you what to do so there's execution and results Um, how many times have we said that we're going to do something and we actually do it execution a coach will keep you accountable to what you said that you're going to do to ensure that you actually do it yeah. uh, new year's resolutions it might be even on monday after the weekend that you said that you're going to start this program and come by tuesday you've stopped already yeah. right so <laughs> it gets you to execute it gets you to achieve those results that you're not quite achieved yourself um and what else did yeah. i list with you no pretty much i forgot
0: most of it right? yeah, momentum we no, mentioned no, momentum yeah, yeah. Perfect.
1: Great yeah well before you mentioned like what kind of personal trainers there are like the ones like the boot camp ones that shout a lot what kind of like (laughs) trainer is your favorite kind of one the the best kind of way a trainer can be that's straight for you
3: i think a coach has to have a very large percentage of uh, empathy understanding. They must be able to put themselves in the shoes of their clients um, and understand their life from their point of view. Trainers' mentality are very black and white. It's either this way or that way
0: um,
3: because that's how we've got in shape ourselves. And trainers, believe it or not, and I said this a lot in there, and this might ruffle a few feathers amongst the fitness professionals that are listening, is I believe our clients have it better than we actually do um, because they've managed to look after all raise a family they've managed to look after a business and be successful with that they've probably just not managed their health we've managed to do our health and neglected the two areas um, so it's to have to have and appreciate what coaching can do by having a coach yourself even though you're telling your client to always have a coach um, be able to have that empathy to step into their shoes understand it from their point of view and um, come to understand um, them on a whole deeper level it's not just about exercise and nutrition it can be an emotional. It can be. Um, it can be anything that's that's occurred in that individual's life from a, a very early age that we need to address. So I know I keep coming back to empathy, but it, it's it's I'm so strongly I'm so strongly um, for that um, because there's been occasions when I've not had that empathy uh, and it's created very disconnect between my clients and whatever reason they're not going to change. And if you want to persuade, influence create change amongst individuals, you have to meet them where they're at right now. You have to step into their shoes. And the whole reason, going back to my father, that I can understand him is because I'm now able to step into his shoes and see his life from his point of view. Once I have that, uh, once I have that power, I then can help him or steer him in the right direction. That makes sense? Did that answer your question?
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, From a business coach point of view as well, I can completely relate to, to the connection and the empathy. So yeah, thanks for sharing that personal story too who
2: in the whole wide world is inspiring you most
3: that's a great question that's like telling me to pick my favorite book right yeah and um, there's many people that have come across my life that have helped me and even at the time mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't appreciate it enough to know that um, I suppose early on in my um, Journey, should we say? I had a football coach. I got released from Leicester City Football and then went to a team called Benetton Uh The coach, I'm not saying that he's better because he's Portuguese and he was foreign, yep. um, but he certainly helped me. He certainly, I did model in a lot of my skill and talent in coaching right now is essentially from him. Um, so his name is Jose He really helped me understand. So I, I believe he led me on this path to become the coach I am today Um, and there's many coaches along the way that I've uh, had the pleasure or the opportunity to talk to and learn from and I'm still learning, I'm still a a, a student in this field Um, and also um, inspiring clients. Clients are absolutely, that put trust and faith in me in, in knowing that I could help them especially in this industry where there's a lot of distrust, there's a lot of over-promising, under Um and the fitness industry as I've shown you is not necessarily doing a good job. Um, so my clients were inspiring and it was actually in learning about actual coaching itself uh, that it kind of created that mirror to, for me to reflect in and, and actually I'm, I want to help my client become the best version that they can by doing this education and having these coaches to help me do that. Uh, it, it really enabled me to reflect on myself. Um, so for 90% of my, my journey as a trainer. I wouldn't be surprised if, tra- if the clients knew there was gaps in me, gaps within my my development. Yep. You know, um, So I appreciate, um, and they're inspiring to me to know that there's something that's not quite right with me, but they're still willing to trust me. I still got great results, but I really wish that I could go back in time and know what I know now, because I would get exceptional results, You know, because of what I know. Um, so yeah, my clients are actually inspiring. Um, and even the trainers that I'm working with now, for them to put their hand up and even have conversations that wouldn't necessarily be your normal conversation in the fitness industry amongst male trainers, like um, a sensitive subject or becoming quite emotional about certain things, because you can't have these conversations in the gym. So they're quite inspiring as well. So there's many people, so I can't really pinpoint one person. Um, I do a lot of research the leaders out there, so it might even be, I I, I follow football, so Jason Mourinho, Alex Ferguson, uh, I follow great coaches, because uh, I'm obviously leaving clues, so I want to follow what they are. So that was quite long winded. That was good. But I hope it answered your question.
1: Yeah.
3: What is your life mission? That's such a great question. If you were to ask me this a couple of years ago, it was the reason why I created UFIT Studio was to help people, women very similar to my mother. Um, from my experience and experience how what my mother and the relationship they've had with my father, it's not been the greatest. Um, but people that listen to this can probably vouch for this, but when you try and give advice to a relative, family member, they don't quite take it as well. Yeah. Even though you could be the very best at what you do, just for whatever reason, they don't wanna listen. Um, and I found that with my mother. Um, I wanted to help her so much. And it set me on a mission to go and help as many women as I possibly can. It was quite coincidental that I was attracting females very similar to her age. Uh, background that wanted to come and lose weight, get healthy, what it, whatever it might well be. Because I felt at the time that if I helped and looked women, there's no way that she could ignore me any yeah. longer. So my mission was to really help women become the best version of themselves and not have to be codependent on other people, become very strong and very independent in a certain way. Um, that's why you could kind of set itself up. That's essentially me wanting to become the best version of myself yeah. as well. And the knock-on effect of going for this coaching, as I previously said with one of the questions, was, I had to look in the mirror as well. I was falling short in many areas, relationships with one. Was quite coincidental that my father wasn't so great, relationship. But I also was falling in that trap. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. So now it's a case of I want to teach people um, this idea of freedom, fitness, and family, um, and how those values of mine are. Uh, that important I strongly believe in them that I feel that most people should have them and um, so my life mission now is to um, focus on them uh, to become the best possible person I can be yes I can show up and be congruent in both my the area of health my my relationships whether that's with uh, my girlfriend Lily or any of the relationships around that family and also show up with the same level of attitude and uh, focus and and, and, and Discipline in my business, um, and become that role model that people can then look at me and inspire to do the same. Um, so yeah, that's yeah, my, my
1: life. Sure um, that. I I just want to mention that's really really similar to my like life goal or like yeah. purpose because uh, you mentioned um, helping others, and for me it's like to grow and help others grow. Then that's helping, and then uh, after the so that part I say um to like um uh, can you remember? I can't remember that's okay short sure. that's right. I wake up in the
2: morning
0: to grow to grow and help others
1: grow <laughs> so that the people which I help can become the best that they can be so that together we can show the world what young people can do and make a huge impact on this
3: planet. That's kind of mine. That's a great great yeah. purpose, by the way, especially at such a young age. If you would ask me that question at that, that, your age, I wouldn't be able to answer that. Yeah, I know like, exactly. Where, where, where <laughs>
0: is uh, the, the next funny game we can play, whatever it was not uh, at all linked to business for me either. Uh, to be honest, absolutely. Uh, so, we've had great stuff shared by yourself. Uh, what is the best place where people can find out more about yourself? Connect uh, to follow you, etc. Okay, right now the uh, the place that you can
3: find me is called the Fitman Collective. Um, so it's something that's new on the block. Uh, it's primarily working with personal trainers, the male personal trainer, uh, gym owner, studio owner, and helping them really um, achieve what I've achieved. Yeah. Uh, so it's called the Fitman Collective, or you can search me on Facebook, with Johanny. Um, if you have any general questions I didn't do so much now with the general public yep. it's mainly f- with the fitness industry the fitness professionals because I believe that if I have an impact on their lives, similar to what you said it filters down the imp- impact on their lives yes. and that to me is a quicker way to have a greater impact globally than trying to have a studio in every city in the world which was a goal of mine initially yep. um, so yeah the Fit Man Collective that's what I do right now and that's how I help trainers become the best version of themselves which then filters down to
0: their clients which then everybody benefits from. It's a win-win situation. Uh, Have you got any last final thoughts or follow-up questions? You love training Mm.
2: 24-7. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Just some tips on... because this is important for everyone. I don't know anyone on this planet who has eaten... who has eaten well the whole of their life or something but they don't like eat very well not me either no one that i know eats well enough so what are your tips on dieting like as in what kind of things do you need
0: what you eat not not dieting but what you should eat
2: yeah that's what i meant like yeah. what is the healthy food and, and what proportions
0: yeah this just for the this is very
3: individualized yeah and it really depends on the individual front of me. because what i may suggest now might be completely wrong to that individual so it's pretty healthy, you know? Yes. Uh, but as we spoke in the presentation, many people are at different stages of their life, and the result of where they are in their life right now is because of many reasons before that. Right? But to answer your question as best as I can, um, I stick to uh, food that's very basic in its shape and its form, um, and that might seem quite boring, but I'm looking for foods that give me fuel. Yeah. I suppose I was. I was taught this very early on because I felt when I was playing football, I, well, I, I quickly realised that food increased my performance as a footballer. So I used food as fuel and that's how I essentially see it right now. So essentially when I'm eating food, it's a question of is that really going to be empowering for me or is that disempowering? Is that going to take me closer to my goal or take me further away? It's a moment-by-moment moment decision but over time it's become very habitual and it's very—it's looked after me in, in, in a good way. Um, Food-wise, uh, I would always stick to these habits is eat regular and consistently. There's research and it's been seen in the real world that by eating consistently and frequently you reduce fat quite quickly and yep. retain your leanness easily. Um, eat protein every meal, fats as well. Um, I'd also not worry too much about your calories so far, or unless it's something that we really have to dive into, but it's very rare. Um, water intake is probably very high. Um, I'd get lots of vegetables, greens and I know that's challenging for most people. So what I essentially do there is have them mainly in the morning and in the evenings when it's a lot more convenient. Um, And then if I'm out and about and I see on the menu a green smoothie, green juice, I would have that. Just to top up my my green store, should we say. Um, Reduce my carbohydrates, but again, it really depends on what I'm training for and and what my goals are. um, Because they may actually empower me, benefit me. Or they may actually have a negative effect on it. For instance, I'm not that active in the month due to an injury, so I would reduce those carbohydrates. And let me just classify that carbohydrates in terms of white, red, white pasta, processed foods, sugars, simple sugars. That's what I'd reduce on. It's not to say that I can't have it. And I taught you a very good um, tool in terms of how to plan in those splurges, them indulgences, yep. um, whether it's 50, 60, 70, 80, 90% compliance. and You know how to work that out right now. Um, yeah, that's essentially it, really. Um, I wouldn't fall into, the, into the, 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 the place of trying to follow specific diets, because yep. uh, one size doesn't fit all. Uh, what works for you will, work, will not work for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and,
0: and also at your age, it's, it's your task, your role, your responsibility to, to, to practice influencing skills by influencing your parents, so they will buy the right fuel for you, whatever that is. Uh, and we all know what is better and worse for us, so it's up to you to, to take that little action. Um, That's, a mission, great point.
3: Yeah. That's a great point. And yeah. if you really want to pull on people's emotional strings, yeah. especially if you're finding it challenge to eat or we rationalize, well, why not? We're not eating well. Then tie it to a value of them, a strong value, which is yeah. usually family children. Because we won't like to admit yeah. this, but our children model us. Yeah. They model yeah. on ourselves. Yeah. Um, so um, if you need a strong enough reason, then think about what sort of role model you're being to your child right now. Because yes. uh, essentially, if you have been challenged with your weight for many years. Would you want your child to go through the same journey as you have? That's a really powerful question that I tend to ask people. Uh, and the answer, immediate answer, is no. And then it's then, then therefore, that they change their habit instantly overnight because they know the impact that has on their child. Uh, so you have to tie it to, a, and that's an, another important um, point: is tying it onto to people's values. What? what do they value most in life and somehow attaching that to their goals in some way shape or form can i say something sure Uh,
2: this is great for you younger yeah i know it's great for you younger people to uh, get good habits now because you're really you're really (laughs) young yeah (laughs) you're really young and like say that uh, if if you're looking from uh, a long-term perspective it will you will if you have great habits when like 0 to 10 years old uh, all the time then it will basically you'll basically never stop with that for the rest of your life and another thing if you start being healthy when you're like middle-aged or like even older then it won't have the same effect because your body is uh, already starting to break down and you basically can't build it up
3: it's harder yeah it's harder Yeah, you can, so, and yeah, also, you can. Yeah. That's a very fascinating point, very interesting as well, and um, from, from uh, the, the clients that I've worked with, it tends to be those that would, um, for whatever reason, skip physical education in school, not take yep. part in sport, for whatever reason, um, it's those that tend to have the challenges later on in life. And the people that were that are pretty active, were active when they were in school, so it was very early discipline, a habit yep. ritual that they set up that followed them through their lives. That yep. then became a whole lot easier. Um, because trying to create the habit of exercising and healthy eating whilst you're raising a family, whilst you're running a business yep. it's just a lot more challenging, it's not to say that it can't be done, I've seen it happen yes. it's just a lot more challenging and a lot more harder yeah.
2: and just one last thing mm. uh, last thing uh, what do you think, <laughs> yeah I know, pretty long into anyway what do you think about uh, alcohol, drugs and steroids? Wow.
3: People turn to them to, sure doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, don't turn to them. But okay. again, I know many reasons why people would. It's probably yeah. to fill a void of something else. Uh, we mentioned it in the presentation, that, uh, especially if someone's lacking intimacy in a relationship, they will look at other outlets to fill that void. And it might well be with food, which you could class as a drug. Uh, it might well be through a certain medication. We don't know. Um, obviously, be completely, I'm completely against it. Uh, but it, again it's also to have empathy towards people that may have fell into them ways because look at it that this way um we all well we're not all that's wrong it might well be i wasn't attracted by drugs cigarettes or alcohol as such but you could say my addiction was being unfaithful to relationships yeah we all have addictions yeah. of some sort it doesn't always have to be drugs yeah. so it's having that perspective actually and, and also having that empathy as i said um, that realisation, that, that understanding that because one takes does doesn't mean they're a problem or a challenge it's just that's the thing that they reverted to and having that understanding that you can change uh, will give them great empowerment to, to, especially when someone gives them belief and courage that we understand what you've done, what you've done yeah. in the past, you can change. There's a trainer that I'm working with right now, he was into heroin, but he's probably in my eyes the best person to coach a client because yeah. he understands what that person's been through Yes. in other venues, in other avenues. Um, so, yeah, drugs, cigarettes, stay away from them, especially yeah. human ones. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just makes, probably would make things a lot harder. Cool.
2: Yeah. Okay, then so Ivan, nothing
0: more. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. should
2: probably wrap up yeah. our longest interview ever. So far. It's yeah. even got dark, if you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was
1: a little
3: it.
0: So, um, you can find us again on UNB on Facebook youtube and podcast and again one more time where can people find you the fit man collective fit man collective right let's try the Bali way okay charlie thank you so much thank you very much okay bye so welcome back again to the studio or rather the library where we are recording so out of all those ideas what makes sense to you
1: Which of those tips will you act on?
0: And until next time, we hope that you can also think about your health and fitness a bit more than usual. Bye now!